You're listening to the Fit Mind, Fit Body podcast, where we explore the connection between a fit body and positive mental health. And our big mission, it's to help 10,000 runners to develop fitter minds in the next two years. I'm your host, Michelle Frost. Let's get moving. Welcome to this episode of the Fit Mind Fit Body Podcast, where we speak to Stephanie Barstead. Stephanie shares her love of running with us. We talk about how running, it's just not complicated, but it's really, really rewarding and a great way to deal with any stress and anxiety that life throws at us. Enjoy. Today on Fit Mind Fit Body, we have Stephanie Bast. How do, how do I say your surname? Barstead. Barstead. Okay. Barstead. Cool. Perfect. Excellent. <laughs> I just wasn't sure because sometimes I mess up those things. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Welcome, Stephanie. Thank Stephanie you. All the way from the United States of America. And I have never met Stephanie. So this is going to be a very fascinating conversation about her journey through life and through running. So we can, let's get started with, um, where did you grow up, Stephanie? I grew up in Southern Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually born in Tennessee, but then my parents moved to Southern Wisconsin. So that's where I spent most of my childhood. And did you do a lot of sport then when you were a child? I did, yes. My whole family played soccer, yeah. football for you guys. Oh, um, I still call it and, <laughs> Okay, okay. Maybe that's the, the Brits that do football. Um, so mostly soccer and then um, volleyball, basketball. I mean, I kind of tried it all and then eventually got talked into um, track in middle school. Yep. And then got talked into cross, cross country in high school. So I ran cross country in high school. Still soccer was my main sport, but got a little bit of running in there. That's awesome. And do you have siblings? Mm-hmm. I do. There's four of us. Yeah. And were you mm-hmm. all sporty? Sort of yeah. Yep. We all played soccer. Um, trying to think. We all ran as well. My sister didn't, though. I think she's the only one that didn't. But both my brothers ran track okay. as well. So, yeah. yeah. Here in Australia, we sort of have a, a, a vision of what we see in the movies <laughs> about how um, – how in the American schooling system, a lot of like track seems to be a big thing um, there. Like we call it track and field here, I suppose. Mm-hmm. It was just not a bit as big an emphasis. Like we have a carnival once a year, each um, school does and, and the quick kids would then maybe go on and do a bit more, but it, it's just not as big a, a deal. So it's quite fascinating yeah. how different, you know, countries have different ways of doing that. Yeah. yeah. Um, can you remember like, did you do all of that sport because it was expected and you were, say, maybe quite good at it or whatever? Or did you do it because you really enjoyed it? Like, initially, I it was expected. I did not, like, I clung to my mom. I remember the first time I was supposed to be playing soccer, you know, so. Um, but then I grew to love it and I loved being part of a team and, um competing and um and yeah I was decent at it you know um so yeah then it just became fun yeah and and part of who you were I suppose yeah yeah absolutely my friends were all there and family was doing it so yeah it was became fun 
So what was your path through school? What did you do when you finished? Um, I'm going to mess up because you have middle school and yeah, all of High school, <laughs> yep. We middle school different. and high school, yep. So I still, I ran through mid, uh, high school and then college or um, played soccer through high school. And then I actually played soccer in college. Oh. Um, and so running was always kind of amongst all of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, soccer was always kind of my primary sport. What did you do personally when you left school? What did you do? What career or what did you do? Oh, I'm a physical therapist or a oh, physiotherapist. Yeah. So um, I actually tore a ligament in my knee when I was in high school playing soccer. And so I had to have surgery and go through therapy and all that stuff. And so that's where I learned about it. And, um, and I just loved it. I love how the body moves and heals itself. And I love to like figure out how it all works and how to fix it and all those things. So yeah, so I'm a physical therapist, um, have been for 14 years now. Oh, and so did you go straight? Um, have, you, have you worked for other people like or for hospitals or? organizations or yes. do you have your own business for the, with the physical uh both now yeah oh, so I started cool. I was in a hospital and then I was doing like an outpatient clinic mm -hmm. for a long time and that's where I kind of started working with runners actually oh. um which I found out I really loved you know I love to run and then like oh I'm a physical therapist too so those two passions could combine so that was really fun to get to work with runners um but then uh after probably 13 years, 12 years of doing that. I was getting kind of burnt out. Um, I wasn't always working with runners, unfortunately, but um, just, you know, seeing 10 to 12 patients a day, it was just too much. Uh, and then, you know, you put kids on top and um, yeah. it just wasn't working. So um, this past August, I left that job and I'm doing kind of traveling home health job right now. And then I'm trying to build up my own cash-based practice as well. Oh, wow. hoping to work with more runners yeah so so you mentioned kids yeah. then um you have some children yes i have a seven-year-old and a five-year-old oh that'll keep you busy mm -hmm. yeah they're fun <laughs> they're fun ages right now and do you see them also um following along the sport line that you did as well yeah uh our son definitely he he likes soccer um but hockey is his passion his love yeah. Um, so he plays hockey and daughter hasn't really found her, her thing yet. So we've tried a few things, but nothing has stuck for her. So we'll see. Plenty of time. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. So how did you get into the world of running? I know that you were running, yeah, obviously soccer includes running, lots of sports include yes. running. Yeah. How did running become you know, a bigger part of your, your physical. Yeah. As well. So, I mean, when I ran track, uh, in middle school, I, I mean, I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. Yeah. Uh, cause I was always more of a team sport, but one of my coaches talked me into joining the cross country team because that was the opposite season of soccer. So I had a free, free season. So it was either volleyball or cross country. And so I chose cross country. Um, and at my first year, um, I, you know, I've never run those distances before. It was two and a half miles, I think, for the mm -hmm. girls. Um, and, and it 
it was good. I mean, I was, I was good at it. Um, and I didn't know any better. So I was just out there having fun, you know, and um, I, for the first time, like in a long time in school history, I made it to state my freshman year, wow. um, which like super awesome, but I'm this like introverted person. And so all of a sudden I'm the only one that made it. Our team didn't make it. There's signs for me. There's all this stuff. And I, uh, it mentally, you know, you talk about mental, it, I didn't, I couldn't handle that. And so it came to the race, um, the state meet and, you know, my coaches tried to prepare me and everything, but this time it's just me in the race. None of my teammates are with me and it just, I couldn't deal with it. I was going through that race and I was trying to find a way out of it. I was trying to find a way that I could twist my ankle or something. And, uh, so it wasn't a good race and, um, wasn't a great experience. Um, you know, I told my coaches and my parents, cause obviously I, I, I started out good and then mentally I just broke down. And so they're like, what happened? You know, you were way up here. And then, um, and I don't know if they had ever run into that before um, yeah, that's interesting. because they didn't really know how to deal with it. And my parents, you know, they didn't really either. My dad bought me a couple books, you know, on, <laughs> um, I think one of them was called mind, body, spirit, or something like that. Like just trying to understand. Um, but my 14 year old brain, I mean, it just, did you I didn't like that. Did you explain to them? Were you able to explain to them what was going on? Because even that Not itself really. would have been. No, I, I didn't even think, I don't even think at that time I really knew. Like mm. looking back, I I mean, I'm just learning like a few years now, obviously, but that, that I am introverted and mm. what that means and mm. like what I don't like and what I like and why I do the things I do. And, um, and I had no idea back then, you know, it was just yeah, just all of a sudden I was singled out and I had nobody with me and that pressure was just too much. Yeah. So, yeah. so I actually didn't really like running. <laughs> I didn't do as well, you know, of course, after that, um, mm-hmm. I continued on with it, but, um, but then I, I hurt my knee. And so I ended up, you know, I came back to running, but I was, you know, I was in the back of the pack, you know, yeah. and that was fine with me. I was, I was comfortable there. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so that was my competitive running experience. And then, uh, then played soccer in college. And then when that was done, you know, it was like, well, now what, like I've lived for sport this long in my life. And now, you know, now I have nothing, but, you know, I still loved to exercise and love to move my body. So, um, so I just started piecing together longer runs Mm -hmm. and, um, and really enjoyed that. And, and when it was just for me, it was great. Um, yeah, there's no, no pressure. Yeah, exactly. And, and somebody talked me into doing a half marathon. <laughs> and so I did, I did that and, um, ended up, you know, then doing a full marathon. And so I've done four fulls. Um, I've done a bunch of halves. I ran Boston, which is so awesome. Oh, wow. Um, a few years ago when I was in much better shape, um, so it, it's been a interesting journey. Um, you know, I've kind of been in and out of it, yeah. um, you know, season wise and, and I like to do other things you know, I like to bike and hike and, um, and other things too. I lift weights. And, um, so now I just, I want to be 
I want to be like, you're an inspiration to me. Like I want to be a lifelong runner. I want to be running as long as I possibly can in my life. And so I'm trying to figure out like what my body can handle Yeah. and, and, you know, when it breaks down and um, what strengthening I need to do in order to not let things break down and all that stuff. So, um, so that was a long story, but that's, that's where I'm at. That's my journey in a nutshell. I love it. Do you you find, I'm always interested um, when people run um, through a little bit of school, but also when they're running with work as well, especially when work is hard, whether they find that running helps as a relief as well, Mm -hmm. like whether it's, you know, used as a tool in that way. Um, Because a lot of people that I've spoken to over the years have actually said, yeah, you know, I run home from work because then I can let go of all of the work stuff while I'm running. Yes. And when I walk through the door, I let it go and I don't bring it home with me, you know, all the stresses and things of, of different yeah. work situations. I imagine your work, especially with, in the hospital situation, when you're dealing with people that are just thrown at you in that, because you don't necessarily get that much choice on who you see, right. I would exactly. think. Um, yeah. you've, sometimes that would be incredibly stressful. Yes. Did you, so did you find that... Um, not just running, but all the other physical exercise things that you do, like your hiking and things, did they all help relieve that? Do you think? Or do you they know? help. Yes, mm. it helps. Um, but nothing is quite like running mm. to let it go. Um, yeah. You know, if I'm stressed or, you know, I deal with anxiety as well, um, started with work and having kids and, yeah. you know, um, and so running, you know, if there was a bad day, I could, I could sprint even if it was for 10 minutes yeah. and just go as hard as I could and like get it, it out. melts, it melts all that stuff. Yes. Um, it, yeah, there's just nothing quite like running to deal with, with all of that, uh, stress and anxiety and worry and all that stuff. Um, running just, yeah, melts it away. Yeah. So how do you fit it in at the moment? into your busy life Good question and that's part of the reason too why I'm um why I'm not like training competing Mm -hmm. um like I used to because time is is a limiting factor and I want to be able to do something so Mm -hmm. um typically I'll work out in the mornings um and right now it's winter and icy and so I don't run outside but Mm -hmm. um but on the weekends I will Mm -hmm. and um and I'll go to the gym usually two days a week to run. Um, and then I try to lift a couple days a week too. And then I do, um, a day of yoga. So, um, my workouts during the week aren't long. I mean, Mm -hmm. 20 to maybe 45 minutes is all I do during the week. So, Mm. yeah. Do you run with other people when you are doing the outside running? I don't. Um, I know I don't. We have we have fam- fabulous running groups here, mm-hmm. um, but the times that they go uh, just don't so don't cool. jive with mm-hmm. my family and our schedule. And and I could force them. I could make them. You know, make time for it. But um, it, the thought of it causes a little anxiety actually in me. Um, so some with my introversion and then um, anxiety, you know, that kind of clashes. Of course, I have before, and once I'm there, it's great. Yeah. But um, but it's just easier for me at this point in my life to. Um, and whenever I I talk to other runners about that, you know, they they totally get it. You know, they're like, yeah, my kids are older, so 
it doesn't really matter if I'm, you know, there in the morning or whenever they don't really care. So, um, so I'll get to that point, I think, but right now it's just, it's easier to just do my thing. So I think there's seasons. I think we have seasons and that's just where where you're at at the moment. Um, Mm -hmm. So do you think, are you goal focused for your running? Like, do you, you know, you've talked about a couple of events, but yeah, Yeah, I have been in the past um, to the point, like I had, I've had a coach before Mm -hmm. um, because I was frustrated that, um, that somebody beat me in a race that I like forever before that had beaten um, had always been faster than, and, um, and I got beaten. And so I was, and it's only, it's only my own little competition. Like, <laughs> I don't know anything about it, but, um, so I hired a coach and, you know, worked on speed and got faster and it was great, but you know, then like COVID hit and then I had a foot injury. So I had to kind of restart everything. And so with all this other stuff with life, I've just kind of, this is where I'm at now. I'm really happy with just not really having a a goal so to speak other than being able to continue running so I think I'll probably get back to that place you know doing some more competitive runs and stuff but right now it's just it feels good to just be doing this you're in maintenance season yeah yeah (laughs) you're just maintaining it which is cool some people I found though and I can be like that and that is without that goal or that scary thing out there, whether it's the start of our running season here, the way it works for us, or um, or an event or something, then I just yes. don't have as big an impetus to get out the door. Right. On the days yes. when it's I totally or, have been there. Right? Yeah. Where you like have to have the next race planned or you're not running at all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yes. I have definitely been there. Um, so I'm trying to yeah, figure out how, how I can do this instead, mm-hmm. you know, how I can just yeah. continue running and build up some mileage, do some speed work, just, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, when do you think you called yourself a runner, personally? I think probably just from being in cross country in high school, mm-hmm. you know, um, we were runners, you know, it never yeah. really, I didn't really realize that it was it was an issue, you know, until I, I got older and like out of college and started, you know, being in races and being around other runners and, um, and then figured out, yeah, like some people struggle to call themselves a runner, exactly, uh, which I think is really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I try to help people with that. Actually, I, I really love working with beginner runners and, um, and that's where you found me was in, in the group. So in the beginners running group and, um, just helping build their confidence and, yeah. you know, they, they come in and make comments like, well, I'm not very fast or, you know, I, I can't just run. I have to run walk. Like, that's okay. You're still running. You're still doing more than somebody right. sitting on the couch. So, exactly. you know, to me, if you're moving your body, you're, you should respect yourself and you can call yourself a runner. It's okay. You know, nobody's judging you. <laughs> I'm going to come back to the group in a minute. I want to talk about that a little bit, uh, like why you set it up and things. But first, one of the questions I wanted to ask is um, because it kind of relates to the identity and, and calling yourself a runner thing. Mm-hmm. Um, has there been a period where you haven't run, like since you've been running as an adult because of an injury or something like that? Like have you had like a long period where you just um, couldn't run, you wanted to, but you couldn't. Yeah. 
not super long. I mean, I've had several injuries. I have, I've had back problems on and off for many years. So there was a time, um, when I was pretty new working in my career and I hurt my back. And so I couldn't run for quite a while. I remember trying to like ease back into that even before my, my physio told me that I could, but, um, but I, I needed to get back to it. So um, it was a struggle, but I made it. Um, and then just a couple years ago, I think it was, um, my daughter like jumped on my back and my foot was in a really weird position. And so I think I may have had like a small fracture in the outside mm-hmm. of my foot. Every time I, I like went to run, there was just a sharp pain. So I had to take some time off then too, and then build myself back up. So, uh, yeah, I've been on and off for quite, I mean, years, just depending, but nothing has been majorly, you know, I haven't had any other surgeries other than back in high school. So, so when you couldn't run, for example, with the, the injury to your foot, how did you feel about that? Like, did you feel quite, yeah, I, I noticed myself, for example, whenever I, if I've had an injury and can't run, suddenly everybody's running everywhere you see it, everyone's uh-huh. running and all you want to yeah. do is go for a run. And it's just yes. quite, it, it's quite challenging to do. It with, is. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a mental game for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I could bike thankfully. So, um, I did, I did turn to that and, and I could walk without pain. So, yeah. um, so it wasn't terrible, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> It's hard. Yeah. When you, when you see everyone else doing it and, and you can't. So. Exactly. Um, so how long do you think that you will run for in your life? And I think I know the answer from some things you right. said earlier. As long as I can. I mean, yeah. I want I want to be that nine year old that is still running. Yeah. I, I see them out there. I want to be one of those. Yeah. Me too. I love that. And so, yeah. you know, learning, as you said earlier, you, you're in a great job in some ways because you you know a lot more about our bodies than most of us do because you're Mm -hmm. in the medical profession and I think that in if you allow it that can also help you because you'll maybe listen to your body more we don't always make the greatest patience but um, (laughs) but I have learned yes that you you have to listen to your body and yeah thankfully I've learned ways to to treat myself and and fix myself so I try to share that with others too because one of the things you talk about on the podcast a little bit is that challenging thing that we all have when our body says uh, no I don't want to run at the moment and it could is that a lazy lazy message that your body you know just because your body's like no I just want to rest because sometime soon I might need to um, you know in our in the old days like a very long time ago uh we had to rest because any minute now we might need to run from a saber tooth tiger or we might need to run to catch our food or whatever. So, right. yeah. so, so we were built in this kind of, we should rest. So our, our body often will say to us, you know, um, no, I don't really want to run today, <laughs> but it's when that message is actually your body trying to tell you there's an injury and there's something wrong and maybe you should slow down or you should stop and have a break mm-hmm. at the moment. And it's, understanding or knowing your body enough that you know what the difference is between yeah you know this is it just takes this. time and um kind of like trial and error yeah yeah <laughs> to figure it out yeah and because we can and it's changing, an ongoing so. process too yeah, yeah. like because, our bodies, yeah, our bodies mm. 
they keep getting older and so things don't react the same that they would so yeah it's ongoing process for sure in some ways to me um that's really exciting because it's a a fascinating journey and we're not just on the same path like the Mm -hmm. the path you know me running at 29 is nothing like me running at 53 you know it's like it's a different thing and um and it feels different Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it's still equally as enjoyable so it's kind of a a fascinating thing um tell me a little bit about your facebook group i'll put a link to it as well in there yeah so i started that i don't even remember when it's been a few years now um i just like i said i've worked with runners for a long time and i it was when i was in the clinic and i just like seeing and hearing the same questions over and over again. And I, you know, I'm giving the same education on, Mm -hmm. uh, the same stuff. And so I just, you know, I thought there's gotta be a way for me to share this with more people because obviously more people need to need to learn this and hear this. And, um, so I started a YouTube channel initially and then, uh, kind of realized, um, through working with a coach that, you know, she's like, well, like, what kind of population do you like to work with? And, Mm -hmm. and I just thought like, well, beginner runners are, they're just starting out. And so wouldn't that be the best place to like start educating them on what they'll need to know in order to not get hurt Mm -hmm. when they're running. (laughs) And so, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, So I started the Facebook group and it was before the pandemic started even. Um, but then obviously when the pandemic hit, like it just, it blew up, you know, people were running all over the place then. And, um, so it was great. It's been great to, to got people all from all over the world and, um, all different abilities now. I mean, I've got people coming in that are brand new, but there's also people that have stuck with me for the years. And so they're, you know, they're good examples for, for the new people coming in and it's such a great, um, encouraging place and I just love hanging out in there and helping people out as much as I can so I love that and so for everyone I will put a link in the the show notes but for everyone who's listening um it's beginner runner runner tell me exactly how they would find the beginner the beginners running group beginners running group there you go yeah I just didn't want to get the two words the wrong way around (laughs) because who knows what Facebook will show you (laughs) yes there's tons of running groups out there which is so great yeah Yeah. I think have you found that the that runners themselves are very supportive of each other yes absolutely yes that's like they're the best best kind of people yeah I've never I've never seen anything negative, yeah. you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit more about your running. When you're running, do you like to run while you're listening to something or do you run without anything in your ear or a bit of both? I do both. Yeah. Um, lately, my, my, my brain has to multitask mm-hmm. because I just don't have time for everything I want to do. So I'll listen to podcasts. Um, and usually it's some kind of, um, you know, educational, uh, personal growth, uh, business stuff, um, health, health and wellness podcast, like stuff like that. So I need to add yours to my list, um, (laughs) to listen to, but yeah, I, I just love to, to listen to and be educated while I'm, while I'm working out. So used to be music back in college, Mm -hmm. but at that time I was taking a break from learning when I was running. So yeah. now I want to 
you know, it's it's like a switch. Now I want to learn while I'm running. <laughs> so what I used to call it because I listen to audiobooks as well as yeah, um, I've done that too. Yeah. And I used to call it my mobile university. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Um, so you do, do you also run without things sometimes? Or? I do, yes. Yeah, I, uh, I encourage other people to do it too. Like, because we get in our own heads and, and when you're not paying attention, you know, when you've got something to listen to, you're not really paying attention to your body and, and your surroundings and stuff too. But, um, but yeah, I like to unplug and just be aware of my surroundings, what my foot strike sounds like, what my breathing sounds like, yeah. um, just being in nature. It's just mm. good for the soul. So yeah, I like to unplug every now and then. I, uh, I call some of that mindful movement when mm. we, especially if we're actually being mindful and we're not necessarily being carried away with our thoughts because they, yeah, they can be as loud as any music or anything. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. My mom <laughs> asked me one time, Cause I, you know, of course, when I was younger, we didn't have, we didn't have things to yeah. run with, you know, we didn't, we had giant disc mens, you know, you didn't run with those. I did uh, run so with she, one of those ones. Just I that. mean, I've done it. Of it doesn't course work I've done it. Well. No, because it skips, you know, you had it in your hand and then it would skip. Like, oh. um, so yeah. So she asked me, she's like, what do you listen to? Or what do you think about when you're running? And I like, whatever comes in my head, I mean, just sometimes nothing you know sometimes it's just oh look the birds or you know so it's just great to let your mind wander sometimes it is yes I agree <laughs> you can sort out almost the problems of the world and then you come home and you realize actually that was very not a clever solution to whatever <laughs> yeah maybe maybe not the answer <laughs> I think because you don't have so much oxygen in your brain it's all out in your limbs keeping it propelling maybe, you forward yeah so even though it seems like a good idea when you're running <laughs> when you finish it's not always anyway yeah <laughs> um do you run on trails and things there as well or you I like to um I used to more when I was um living in Wisconsin we had a lot more lot more access to trails now mm -hmm. I'm in North Dakota and um it's very flat uh, okay. we do have some trails down by the river which are which are really fun um and and at state parks and stuff but you have to drive to them and I don't like to do that so yeah. um so we have like bike trails that okay. I I like to run on um a lot of them that like go along the river which is really pretty um otherwise just around the neighborhood yeah so yeah yeah I kind of I sort of understand that just because I watch movies <laughs> I, I live in the country so personally oh so, yeah yeah when I get head out the door there's no lights <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> yeah if it's you night time we have a head torch and there's all sorts of things yeah it's quite different um I, I would bet yeah it's quite a different perspective it's kind of interesting <laughs> um what is your favorite distance to run? Oh, that's a good question. My favorite race, I think, is a 10K. Mm -hmm. I like I like that distance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would be my answer right now. Yeah. <laughs> and and when you're actually training, when you're like so now, when you go out for your runs, what sort of distance do you do in your training runs? Um the the two during the week are usually faster um, hills or uh, speed worker work or something. And so those are usually like two or three miles. So not yeah. as far weekends. I try to go longer. So um, I did four this last weekend and um, trying to get back up to six. So 
Yeah. And, and longer when it's nicer out. Yeah. When it's nice. Yeah. That's 10 K. <laughs> <laughs> like my brain. Six, is- yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so then when it's nicer out and the, you know, the weather's great, the trails are great. Like it's hard to stop, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it just depends kind of on the weather too. So do you have, tell me about the weather where you are in winter. <laughs> what does that look like? <laughs> it's crazy. Um, it's been a rough winter. We've had yeah. a ton of snow and and really cold usually it's one or the other usually it's like either super cold without much snow or it's lots of snow and it's not real cold but this year we've had both so it's been fantastic um it's march so it should be warming up now but it was you know five above today we have a what's called a wind chill advisory um which means when the wind blows it gets really cold you know like below zero so we've had a lot of below zero or I don't know what that, I don't know what that is for, for you guys, but (laughs) it's very cold. (laughs) It's cold. Yeah, it's cold. So, um, so it, it makes winters tough, but Mm. that's when, you know, when I would have races, like that's when I needed that spring race or that summer race scheduled Mm. so that I had to just train like through the winter, like that really helped me out mentally. Um, you know, when I was training for, for races and stuff. So that was motivation. (laughs) Like it's fascinating for most of us here in Australia. And even though I live in Tasmania, which is the coldest part of Australia, if you ask any Australians, very like we just don't have snow. I think we had snow on the ground here last year or the year before. I think it might have been the first year of COVID. And it that was nobody had ever, ever seen that. Like it and it lasted for it was like this much. It lasted for for a day. And it it was like a once in a I don't know, hundred year thing. Yeah. Like we have snow on the top of the mountains, but people generally don't live where the snow is. So for yeah. us, it's quite fascinating that concept that so many people live in houses where they open the door or they can't open the door. I assume sometimes mm-hmm. there's so much. Sometimes space. it's like, frozen shut. Yeah. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this time. Yeah. Yeah. It's just quite foreign to us. Um, yeah. Yes. It's, it's a challenge <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Hey, because we whinge about it being cold in winter, but it's nothing mm-hmm. to do with snow. It's just cold. <laughs> yeah yeah mind you a lot of my running is done in winter we prefer Mm -hmm. winter running here because it's quite a bit warmer in in summer and I'm sure yeah we enjoy the the running in the colder air Um, yes how hot does it get for you in summer then is it just Um, an extreme we can get up to we can get up to 100 but that's pretty rare so yeah usually 70s and 80s so So in saying that, one of the questions I often ask people is, do they have any tips or tricks to actually get out the door on those days when the weather is just not, <laughs> or you're just really tired, of course. Yes. Okay. Uh, schedule it. Mm-hmm. I mean, schedule it, lay your clothes yeah. out, have planned what you're going to wear. Yeah. Check the weather. Yeah. Anyway, to prepare yourself and. I've been known to, because you know. I'm, I'm not very good at, if I say I'm going to do it in the afternoon, if I'm not meeting people and I'm just doing it out of my own volition, I find that more challenging. If I do it first thing mm. in the morning, it's pretty good. But mm-hmm. um, if for some reason I've got lots of things scheduled for work, I will actually put my running clothes on underneath the clothes that I have on because that's a path of least resistance. All I have to do is that's perfect. Take, take the top layer off. Yeah. <laughs> And then I can head out the door for, for a run. And I find I'm a little bit more likely to go if I do that. Yeah. Cause I think the moment you put your clothes, your running clothes on, 
if you, you don't have them go, on, you can't we, yeah. work out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I agree. It's, it's That's what funny. I do on the weekends. Cause weekends are usually run um, during my kids like nap time or quiet time. Yeah. So it's in the afternoons and same thing. I, you know, I start to get tired and like, Oh, a nap sounds kind of good, but but in the mornings when I get dressed, yeah. I will put basically my running clothes on um, so that, yeah, same thing. If I don't do something with them, then like I've wasted the day, you know, <laughs> that's right. Exactly. So, I that, is, that, exactly. that is a good little trick. It is <laughs> um, with your kids as a mom as well. It, I often uh, think about the example that I've provided for the, for the kids um, being that they've pretty much only known me as as someone who runs or a mum, an adult who runs rather than um, when, as I was growing up, although older people um, did do some sport, it, it wasn't, it was like, oh, they occasionally played golf or here they played cricket or, or whatever. Um, but it wasn't like an everyday thing. It wasn't like a brushing t- your teeth. Like for me, going running regularly during the week it's a bit like brushing your teeth I I just wouldn't not do it and um Mm -hmm. and I'm hoping that that example passed on to them will be um useful for their life how do you think about that with your kids and the example you're providing yeah I hope I'm setting a good example um you know of taking care of my body and Mm. um and I don't know uh I don't know, just, it just moving and how good it feels and, mm. um, and how good it is for you. And, um, yeah, I, I guess I, I haven't thought about a lot about yeah. that, but I do, I hope I'm setting a good example yeah. for them. So my youngest is 18 now, so <laughs> yeah. my oldest is 30. So <laughs> I have five of them. So I have had plenty oh, of wow. time to think about this <laughs> yes I suppose and it your part is mostly done then I suppose yes I mean for some of them yeah good job mom yeah. there's only there's two left at home so but yeah, yeah they, they take care of themselves <laughs> they don't yeah. really need me anymore so all of those things that you talk about which become a barrier but at the same time and I can remember pushing the pram and having some of them, you know, on their little bikes behind me. And then, then as they got a bit older, they were all on little bikes or, and now the older boys, um, the ones who are still at home, uh, I can't keep up with them at all <laughs> on the time yeah. when they've been um, come running with me over the years. Um, yeah. I don't even try now. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, That's cool. Yeah. Impossible. We um, actually, a funny story with that. One of the reasons I like, um, the, the benefits of running is that here the running club that we belong to is a handicapped running club. So we all started oh. at different times. So anybody has a chance to win. So it's sort of based on, you know, your speed and things over the period of time. Anyway, um, it's kind of cool, but it, it means that at some point in the last couple of years, I was in a race with my boys. They chose to be in the longer race. And um so I started miles ahead of them, of course, because I'm so much slower than them. And then I had everyone screaming at me as I was coming to the finish line. It was about an 8K. And it was because all of the, the other two were coming back. They were trying to catch me. So they were, oh. and there's a picture of the finish line and there's me crossing about one step ahead of um, one of the boys and then one step back was the other boy so we literally crossed the line anyway it was oh like, cool it was like, that's, oh, cool. that's so cool yeah um, <laughs> but just being able to do that um, you know as a family and, and mm. get out and, and enjoy that movement um, 
yeah, it's something that I always treasure. Hmm. Yeah. So, and I've also talked on the podcast about that being, even if they don't run much as children, when they see you as their parent running, they, I think the rudimentary way we understand who we are as individuals is that we're part of our parents. Like that's mm-hmm. our genetics anyway. We then change as we develop into individuals. But physically, if your parent does something, that means in the future, if you really wanted to, you could. So it's like a toolbox thing mm-hmm. in, my, in my mind. So that even if they decide they never really run as children, but then when they get older, they think, oh, I really need to get fitter. I need to get healthier. That's mm-hmm. just one of the things they'll think is in their toolbox that they can yeah. do. because It's part of their genetics. Yeah. It's just my rambling theory around no, that. That's, that's good. Yeah, it makes sense. It does, I hope. Well, it does to me. Um, <laughs> now, um, a question I love to ask, and I'm always fascinated by the, the answers to this question, and that is, how do you think, Stephanie, that running has improved your life? So if you didn't have running in your life, what would you be missing? Oh, gosh. I think my, my stress and anxiety would be out of control, uh, and I'd probably be quite overweight because I really like to yeah. eat, especially when I'm stressed. So <laughs> that'd be yeah. terrible. Um, I don't know. I just feel like I would be unhappy, yeah, unhealthy. And yeah, um, yeah I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to imagine that. Let's not do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, it would be very different relationships would be be different um I mean I'm when I can run and deal with the stress and everything I am so much happier and I can be a better mom and a better wife and friend and daughter and all of that stuff so it's it makes a big difference in my life do you get thrown out of the house sometimes to say go for run (laughs) but I I need to like yeah tell them to do that (laughs) No, I, I usually schedule it, you know, before they're even out of bed. So yeah. I take yep. care of it myself and then the rest of the day is all of ours. So that makes sense. Yeah. Um, in fact, I love the morning. I love the morning runs. They're, mm-hmm. they're the best. Have you had what they call the runner's high? Do you, can you think of time where it's just everything seems to be in the flow, I guess, and one step after the other, just effortless. I mean, I suppose I have. I can't really think of a time that sticks out. Mm -hmm. I suppose, like, the one time that I can think of is when I was running the Boston Marathon, and there's, like, the last stretch after you turn the corner, and there's just crowds, and I, I mean, I can't remember, like, feeling anything (laughs) in my body, you know, at that point, so, um, yeah, just knowing that that I was going to finish that. I mean, it's just such a cool experience. I, I just don't ever think there's any, ever going to be anything like it for me. Um, so that was probably, if you can call it that, the closest mm-hmm. I've gotten to the runner's high. Yeah. So when did you do Boston? Just out of uh, It was in 2008. Okay. Yeah. That was a little while ago. <laughs> yes, it was <laughs> now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you see more marathons? Back when I was faster. Um, I think I would do them again. It's again, right now with the ages of the kids, it's, it's just hard to put the time Mm. to train in. And 
I've, I've done one without the training and it wasn't fun. So I would, I would need to train, you know? So, um, so yeah, I think I, I think I could at some point, I wouldn't discount like an ultra at some point too. We'll see. On the podcast, I've had a number of people on recently who do multi-day events, like the 250 Uh, kilometers or whatever over five days they might run a marathon or something a day and then they have a nap wow. and then they do it again <laughs> that's days. crazy and I think maybe it's the the thought of having a nap in between I'm like oh maybe I could do that <laughs> yeah I don't know it'd be hard to get up and go again though <laughs> I know, I know. I keep thinking, mm. and then they mention oh and it's okay to walk because a lot of these are trail runs as well in yeah. amazing, beautiful parts of, of oh, the I'm world sure. as well. It's yeah. just like, whoa. It's very um, alluring, some of that. Yeah. Like, oh, maybe. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll see. Yes, I'm only 53. <laughs> maybe one day. <laughs> yeah, we've got time. Yeah, that's right. Um, is there anything about running that we haven't talked about that you would like to talk about? I don't think so. Or have we done an awesome job? Of We've hit a number of things. Touching yeah. in things. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, I am, as I said, going to get people to come over to your Facebook group. That'd be awesome. But also, I don't, I don't let anybody leave the podcast unless they answer these questions, which is, or this question, um, do you have any tips for beginner runners? I do. I have, I have so many, but I, thought you I will keep it down. Um, so at my biggest thing for beginners is to have a plan because if you don't have a plan and you just go, um, that's where I see lots of runners getting hurt and um, frustrated and then they stop and yeah. it's hard to get that motivation to go again. Mm-hmm. So having a plan and one that fits into your life and yeah you'll actually stick to. Um, I I really try to recommend that for everybody. Um, I love that. Yeah. So that's, that's a big one for me. Um, listening to your body. I try to Mm -hmm. kind of help people figure out how to do that because it's not easy. I don't think it's intuitive to a lot of people. So, um, paying attention to like those little aches and pains and, and doing something about them before, like it becomes a full-blown injury yeah um so I really encourage that a lot too um so let's see that was two um <laughs> um I don't know just like keep it simpler than yeah. what it is I mean it's just there's so much information out there right now and you know everybody's got the answer and so it's hard to know what uh, what to do, but, um, but running isn't complicated. I, I think that's mm-hmm. why I love it. Like you don't need equipment really. You don't need even fancy running clothes. I mean, I used to run in whatever t-shirt I had and some soccer shorts, you know, yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter really, you know? Um, um, so yeah, make it simple, but have a good pair of running shoes yeah. and get yeah. fit for running shoes. Yeah. Um, because also that can lead to injuries. So yeah. yeah, that would, that would be my three, I guess. There's lots yeah. more. But. <laughs> oh no, I love that. Cause as you said, it is, it's simple. Like I think mm-hmm. I honestly believe we're all 
physically able to run unless you do have some kind of you know genetic thing that's yes a physical thing but pretty much everybody is made to be able to run we're not all made oh to run fast we are not right and yes. that's fine um we just all made to run it's just a little bit quicker than walking mm-hmm. that's, that's i agree it. michelle i say that all the time i completely agree with you <laughs> like, yes get out there um mm. and i think it's not even that we're just made to i think we're supposed to Mm-hmm. I think that our bodies are made in a way. That like you said, yeah, we to... were, we did our ancestors. Ooh. They had to, exactly. you know, and now because I think it's because we, we don't have to. And because mm. we sit so much, that's why we should. Mm. Oh, that's yes. why we need to. Yeah. 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 We need to head out the door mm-hmm. all of the time. Anyway, mm-hmm. it has been an absolute delight to just speak yes. to you, Stephanie. And I really enjoyed getting to know you. Me too. Um, we can send some more people over to the Facebook group as well. And especially people wanting to get into running and get more inspiration and support. So yes. I do appreciate it. Um, we might have another chat in the future because I think we've got lots of um, things in common. So we can we talk do, about yeah. and uh, encourage more people to get head out the door for physical and mental health reasons. Absolutely. Especially in this crazy day and age that we're currently living in. Mm-hmm. We need all the help we can get. Exactly. So thank you, Stephanie. Stay on. I'll have a chat with you off the recording. Thank you for being here. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Fit Mind, Fit Body podcast. I'd love to talk to you about your running journey. So send me a message on Facebook or on the website and let's do it. For a bunch of resources on mindful running that will help you get and stay mentally and physically fit, Head over to the website, fitmindfitbody.co, and I'll see you there. Plus, I'll be back here in your podcast player a few times a week. Hit subscribe now so that you don't miss an episode. And before you go, I'd really appreciate it if you'd leave a review. It'll help more people to find the podcast and get inspired to start running. I'll see you soon. Bye.